What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by this motherfucker, Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? Well, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, we also promised that we would watch uh, and review Oppenheimer. I mean, I've been waiting on Josh for the past fucking, it feels like a month for this motherfucker to watch this movie. I watched it about a month ago. So, eh, we're, we're going to be slowly going through all this, okay, guys? So just bear with us, okay? We, you know, we don't, we don't have the best memories in the game, all right? But, like I said, we are here to review Oppenheimer this week. And um, I'm, I'm ex- I am interested in this review because... I kind of know where Josh is going to fall on this. And as I was watching it, I knew exactly where he would fall on this. Okay. So it's going to be an interesting review. Um, but before we do all that, there are links down below to all of our social media accounts. Also to our uh, YouTube and all that good stuff, our, our, our Patreon. So go there, like, subscribe, do all that bullshit. really helps us out. Uh, and we would greatly uh, appreciate your support there. Um, but other than that, let's go ahead and jump into this review of Oppenheimer. This is the story of an American scientist, J. Robert Oppenheimer, and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. It was directed by Christopher Nolan, who directed the uh, Dark Knight trilogy, Memento, Interstellar, Inception, Prestige, Insomnia, Dunkirk, and a couple other movies. Um, it had a budget of $100 million, and it grossed. million. It stars Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., and Matt Damon. It has a beefy runtime of three hours, and it was released July 21st, 2023. If you are watching this review, um, in the next, I want to say it's the next couple weeks, maybe it's next month, I'm not entirely sure, um, it's coming on. It's coming on the uh, streaming platforms. Uh, I want to say it is, is it Peacock. I want to say see the Peacock of Paramount. One of the interesting okay. choice. It's it's interesting that you landed on the word cock, among <laughs> other things. Your mouth always lands on cock, so there's that. Sticks and stones, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, jumping into some of the uh, fun facts, the Trinity detonation scene uses a combination of practical effects and digital uh, composition. Uh, Multiple explosions were performed practically with a hybrid of gasoline, propane, aluminum, and magnesium substances involving big miniatures, a.k.a. Josh's dick. Um, These were filmed at high speeds from multiple angles and then layered using digital effects to create the iconic mushroom cloud. Uh, the entire reel of IMAX film stock used for the production is 11 miles long, and it weighs 600 pounds. That is that is quite impressive. Quite impressive. Why, thank you, sir. <laughs> I grew it myself. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, scenes from J. Robert Hoppenheimer's uh, perspective are in color, and the scenes from Louis Strauss's perspective are in black and white. Um, I'm curious to know... Wait, I told you about that beforehand. So I was, I was going to ask you, uh, how long did it take you to figure that out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was just flashbacks. I didn't realize that was from a different perspective. 
Yeah, even though you I told me you told no. Well, I don't. Rem, I don't remember you texting. You said there was black and white coming from a different perspective. I thought you meant that was Strauss giving. I mean, uh, Oppenheimer flashing back. You know, like a flash forward or whatever. I mean, a flash forward is definitely definitely different than a flash backwards, but I digress. I mean, I think he went both ways. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan cut 30 days of filming to reallocate funds to the production design. They went from an 85-day shoot to just 55 days in order to save money and to apply it to uh, to other things within the production design. As the highest-grossing World War II film domestically and surpassed Christopher Nolan's own Dunkirk, uh, 2017, as the uh, highest-grossing R-rated movie? Uh, as the highest-grossing World War II film worldwide. Excuse me. Um, so, one thing that I will say back, back to this whole production design thing, um, if you watch the behind the scenes and the making of of Oppenheimer it goes into that they had a planned film day at the White House but some, like at the last second they were told that they couldn't use it so they rebuilt they built an entire White House room just for this in the span of I think it was like 3 or 4 days something like that um and they were working around the clock and that's where some of this money got reallocated to so yeah, if you watch the behind the scenes, it actually shows you them building it and shit like that. It's actually it's actually pretty good uh, uh, special features for this uh, for this particular movie. I'll put it on the list so, of things not to watch. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, let's get what we <laughs> what we think about the movie, but I'm just going look. I already knew what this was while watching it. Okay, I already knew that Josh was gonna fucking hate this movie, one hundred percent. I won't say I hate it. Uh... No, I won't, not a hundred percent. I'm not a huge fan, and I don't really understand where so much love has came to this movie for. But I can appreciate the film. I, it has done a lot of things correct. It just wasn't my taste in movies. And I, I got to give my hats off to the actors. You know, the storytelling, stuff like that, and some other stuff was, was good. Uh, it's just not my type of movie that I get into, and I. I honestly think it is 30 minutes too long. I will agree with it being too like, long. I really think we could have trimmed the beginning of the movie. I feel uh, like there was a lot of characters introduced that never actually came to fruition. See, I I disagree with that. I think the ending should have been cut down a little bit. Did we really need a, an hour of them going through um, like court procedures and shit like that? I don't think we did. We could trim it just a little bit. We could just, you know, quit the pacing a little circumcised. bit. <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? I have nothing for that. Sky <laughs> says, or, order me a moil. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I really, really like this movie a lot. I knew um, you were. But this is like one of your directors that you flock to. Um, 
yes and no. Um, I was not a big fan of Dunkirk and Tenet, which was the movie before that one. That was one of the first reviews that I did on the two game podcast or on surfing the stream. And um, I remember liking it, not loving it. And I actually, y'all can go back and check out that review. Um, shit, that was fucking three years ago, dog. That, that was a long time ago. Um, but the thing with Christopher Nolan here is sometimes it seems like he's so fucking cocky with his filmmaking that it comes across as that. And he thinks he's smarter than everybody. And then we're all just left with, what the fuck is this dude even talking about? You know, like, it, that, that's where the cockiness kind of comes in. And Tenet he, was... You can finish that. I got one question, though. That's where Tenet is, like, overly complicated. Interstellar is... In terms of his newish movies, I think that's the one that's e- more easily digested. And then we have Inception, which is fucking... Way the fuck out there. I'm trying. You gotta watch that thing, like, five times to understand that motherfucker. Um... So I, I, I do enjoy most of his movies. Going into this movie, I I honestly I wasn't super excited to watch it. It didn't seem like my type of movie. But go with what you were gonna say and then I'll finish my, my statement. Did Christopher Nolan direct that magic movie we watched not long ago? Yes. Okay, I thought it was. Yep, the prestige. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was him. So, yes, the the there are two issues with this movie, okay, that I have. One, I think it three hours is a little too much. I, I think it could have been two hours, two and a half hours at least, uh, maybe two hours and 45 minutes. Um, I think we could have trimmed it by 15 to 30 minutes, somewhere along there, and I think it would have been an even better movie just doing that. Um now, with that being said, I do love it, and I, I'm not disappointed in watching it for three hours. I mean, I enjoyed every minute of it, um, but we, we could definitely trim it down just a little bit to make it, make it more, more rewatchable, in a sense. And then there's one other thing, and I, honestly, I think it's the biggest issue with the movie, and it holds it back from being five stars for me. What, what is the reason for us bombing Japan, Josh? Uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Do you remember hardly anything from Pearl Harbor in this movie? No, that's what uh, I was kind of confused on because, you know, we seen the scenes with the president. And then it's like, yeah, we're making an atomic bomb and stuff. And it's like, mm, felt like we kind of skipped a little bit. I, I think it is. I'm not saying you guys sit there and bomb Pearl Harbor again and let us all watch that. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but to get some emotional reactions, some emotional scenes from these actors and actresses and just get the reaction from the world around from the bombing of the bombing of Pearl Harbor, I think is super important to the overall story and why they decided to bomb Japan. Otherwise, you leave that out, and it's just like, okay, well, they're just bombing Japan just to bomb Japan at this point. I mean, we all know why, but I don't know. I feel like they needed that emotional—they needed an emotional scene in there to kind of set up the why for the third act, for why we are uh, going to bomb Japan in retaliation. So to me, that is the biggest issue with the entire movie for me. I I think they needed to have—they needed to have something. 
Not just, oh, well, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. That's literally all they said about Pearl Harbor, that it happened. No emotional scenes, yeah. no no scenes from the actors like, oh my God, that's fucked up, or I'm so pissed off. No, nothing like that. There was no, I guess, descriptions of their emotions throughout any of those scenes about Pearl Harbor. And I think that would have been very, very important to kind of highlight that um, once they got to the actual bombing. Now, what did you think about them not actually showing the bombing of Japan? I mean, I sat through three hours and didn't get a payoff, is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say this. I I wish they would have gone about it a little bit differently. I don't think I need the planes flying and the bombs dropping. I don't think I absolutely need that because I don't think that's what this movie is. Okay, It's, It's not the actual bombing of Japan. I know that's what the movie's about, but that's not the main purpose of the movie. The main, the main purpose is following Oppenheimer through his uh, his life and the building of the atomic bomb and whatnot. So I'm not upset that they didn't show the atomic bombing in this movie. I, I enjoyed the fucking Trinity test. How'd you like that? I was like, shit was fucking yeah, that, that was That was cool. I, I thought the uh, tension was built very well in there. And I mean, it was it was a good fucking scene. The I'm practical effects I was didn't enjoy dope. that. Yeah, I mean it. You know it. It was so realistic. You, you could feel the weather coming in on them and the how fucking nervous everybody was because they you know they were still thinking you know we could start an explosion that just like never stops. Mm-hmm. So you know I I, I did enjoy that scene. I, I love the sound design with that where you see the explosion, but you don't hear it. And then it's like, what, five minutes later in the fucking uh, scene that they the, you finally hear the explosion? I thought that was really fucking cool. Um, but going back to what you were saying about how they they were like, oh, we don't know if it's going to set off a chain reaction and cause the, the whole world to, to explode and whatnot. I, I, I do appreciate the fact that they kind of dove into some of the uh, consequences of the actions of an atomic bomb. You know, it wasn't just a, we need to bomb the shit out of Japan. Let's fucking do it. We don't give a shit. Fucking build it. Like there was actually like pros and cons. Like, Hey, if we do this, everyone might die or Hey, how many people is this going to kill? You know? And then just stuff like that. They actually took time to kind of explain, Hey, this is why we should, this is why we shouldn't. And do the risk outweigh the uh, the benefits, uh, quote unquote, according to the according give, to them. I give I give this movie one thing. I I never knew, or really read about you know who invented the atomic bomb or whatnot. But it's funny to see that even during this time frame that somebody would do something and everybody's grateful for it, but then all of a sudden they're persecuted for doing the same damn thing that everybody wanted in the beginning. Yeah, right? I, 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 he, I never never knew that happened. Me neither. I thought I thought he was always just held as a hero, to be honest with you. Yeah, and then they're like, well, you're such a fucking dickbag. Look what you did. <laughs> but then at the same... Uh, what president was that? Truman? Oh, yeah, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> and, uh... Well, that made him seem like a fucking complete dick. I'm not gonna lie. I was like... Dude, I would 
punch the fucking president. That dude's a fucking dick. Not the current president if the uh, CIA is listening. And not, <laughs> not, <laughs> movie related only. Just so we're aware, those are not the opinions of the two-game podcast or surfing the stream. <laughs> hey, I, I ended actually... up Googling about that, and it was known that he was kind of a dick. Really? Huh. Did you notice that it was Gary Oldman? No. Yeah, Gary Oldman. So I forgot um I forgot why they had to build it in three or four days, the White House. It was because Gary Oldman, they only had him for one day and they couldn't get him he was booked booked up. Really? And they could only get him for one day. So they had to build that set like three or four days in advance of him coming. And that's why they had to that's why they did that. So they built they built that fucking set and spent all that money just for Gary Oldman to be the president. Damn. And let me ask you something. Uh, you know, I can't think of the damn. Oh, let me look it up the guy's name real quick, so I don't confuse him with somebody else. Uh, what did what did he call Oppenheimer in that meeting? Oh, I can't fucking remember what he what he said. He he said something fucking funny. <laughs> Do you remember what he said? Strauss. That was the guy that was uh trying to get a. Uh, Nominated into the uh, confirmed yes. in the Congress, yeah, yeah. Did that afterwards? He didn't get his confirmation, and they mentioned uh, we had one holdout, and it was JFK. Do you think he was kind of like nudging the viewer to think, well, maybe that's why he got assassinated? Oh, no, I, I didn't pick up on that at all. Okay, well, I was like that. Okay. <laughs> I, I did. I was like, I wonder if that's <laughs> if they're giving their opinion on that's why that guy. Got assassinated because, you know, they were like, oh, he's some hot shut up and comer. And I was like, oh, hell. I, I think it was literally just to name drop him. That's I think that's all. Oh, okay. Look at you over here with know. your conspiracy theories and shit. Hey, man, I was, hey, I was down with it. <laughs> this guy went down the fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> so you brought up uh, the acting earlier, and I think the acting across the board was really, really great. Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer was fucking fantastic. Um, I don't know who's you... going to win. God damn. It's like, it's like I went on a podcast with my kids, man. They just fucking interrupt me all the goddamn time. Well, goddamn. You're just on and on and on about it. You fucking yeah, dick I... this guy. Well, fuck. You going to fucking say what you want to of... say? I'm a little out of practice. Dog, I mean, hell, every time I tried to record three weeks ago, you're like, <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly what happened. I don't even know what I was going to say now, dick. Anyways, um, Cillian Murphy, I think he could win a uh, Best Actor Award for the Oscars this year uh, with his performance here. Um, I don't think that um, Brendan Fraser, I think his movie The Whale came out technically in 2022. So did he already win Best Actor? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I, I think Cillian Murphy did a an amazing job in this movie. Um, but one person that I want to give a shout out to, and never thought I would see, I would say these words. Okay, Josh Harnett in this movie was pretty fucking good. Yay, nay. I'm trying to see who he was. How do you not fucking remember who I'll Josh Harnett it. was? Has to do from Forty Days and Forty Nights or Thirty Days of Night for the nerds what out the there. Fuck? I don't even see him on the fucking list of actors. He's probably way the fuck down there. 
<laughs> they they, they legitimately <laughs> they legitimately have every fucking actor in Hollywood in this fucking movie. That it was, yeah, the, yeah. They had quite, quite a few. This might be the most stacked cast list ever, ever. What do you say? Josh Harnett. Was... I, Josh Harnett. Yeah, Harnett. He was the uh, the other teacher. Um, he did a fucking fantastic job in this movie. I just I want to just give him a shout out for that. I know he's watching this and he's uh, appreciative of my words. I mean, I would think he would be. <laughs> hey, what do you think about the relationship between Oppenheimer and his girlfriend? Not the wife, but the girlfriend. <laughs> oh Look. yeah, jo- yeah, yeah. He did a good job in the movie. I, it finally, the picture finally fucking loaded. <laughs> Twenty minutes later. <laughs> hey man, bust Verizon, not me. What do you think about the relationship between uh, um, Oppenheimer Gene and that girlfriend? Tatlock. Yeah, Gene Tatlock, um, played by Florence Pugh in this movie. Um, great acting, I think. Um, weird relationship. Okay, they have that sex scene, and I don't, I don't know if you remember it, but they're like mid thrust. And they just stop and start talking about like physics and shit. And I'm just like, guys, is that really the most important thing that we're talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> I get y'all want to drop bombs, but I don't think we're trying to drop those kind of bombs. You know what I'm saying? Am I right? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, as far as that relationship, very odd. It seems like she was just, she was kind of like handcuffed to him because she was like kind of like mentally unstable a little bit, it seemed. I think. It was used to show how I don't I won't I want to say it weird, but I know that's not the word, but uh the type of person they both were, you know, like I can't think of the, how to describe it besides him being a fucking weirdo. Look, man, I, I think everybody I don't I don't know if this was like was this a thing back in the day? <laughs> like like during this time period, was it just like Hey, um, let's just sleep with everybody. Everybody just sleeps with everybody in this movie, it seems. And nobody really cares. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, <laughs> that was almost the time of love, sir. Yeah, uh, love uh, with everybody else. God damn. I'm sure Jenny was there somewhere. Say that sorry, <laughs> sorry to interrupt your pantho party. Lieutenant <laughs> Never thought I'd have a fucking Forza Gump reference on this fucking episode. Um, yeah, everybody fucking has sex with everybody. I mean, Oppenheimer and his... Uh, his 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 wife, um, I mean, she was fucking married to somebody else when there. He was like, "Hey, want me to drop this D on you?" And he was sleeping with Gene Tat like at the time uh, as well. This dude so was it's like everybody dick and slinging everybody. Uh, missiles. <laughs> right? Uh, womp, the wrong kind right? <laughs> 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 missiles that you had to pay for for yeah. eighteen years. <laughs> but no, man, I, I I love this movie. I didn't end up doing a uh, top ten of the year. Um, like I wanted to, I just, I, I didn't watch the movies. I had enough of the movies that I wanted to watch in order to do a, um, like a legit top 10. And I want to say this was number three on my list for last year. I ended up watching like 40 some odd movies, 50 some movies, like something like that. Um, and it ended up being like number three. Um, I really loved it. it. It's slow. It's a slow burn, but this movie, this movie's not for everybody. And I think Josh is a testament to that. You know, if you like slow burn biopics, not a whole lot of action, dialogue heavy, 
then this movie is going to be for you. Okay. 100% going to be be for you. I, I think I split it up into two different watches. I watched like an hour and a half one day and then an hour and a half the next day. Um, which was was fine. It didn't it didn't really hurt the experience whatsoever for me. Um, but yeah, if you're into those types of movies, I would recommend you go check this out. Uh, you know, um, for sure. What I would recommend you? it anyways. Uh, it, it's a quality movie, uh, and it's done stuff very well. And I can see why it's up for so many awards. Uh, I would watch it just on that fact that you know it's such a quality piece you don't come across very often, and. Uh, <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> and do you know? Do I enjoy movies like this? No, really, not, <laughs> not at three hours long. But you know, there's still some great sequences to this movie. Even if you you can just look past you know the dialogue heavy part of it. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I wanted to talk about in this episode, not in this review, the dark humor that's kind of gone, that's kind of woven through this movie was subtle but great. Um, you remember when they said the shit about the, like, give me a list of cities to to drop the bomb on. And um, they're like, no, no Kyoto because of the cultural significance. And then uh, one of them was like, and hey, not here because I go vacation there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's just funny to me. Like, we did get kind of a little bit of the little meeting to decide, okay, what, what cities are we going to bomb? And then they were like, I mean, do we really need to drop two? And they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to drop one to show power. And then the second one is to show that we that we can fucking do mm-hmm. it again. I was like, bruh. For be- for hey, worse, man, that's a fucking American flag right there, motherfucker. Fucking <laughs> 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 wave that American flag. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to mention the, the there is some dark humor kind of weaving in and out through this movie. And um, hey. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed some of those moments um, for sure. Um, I end up giving this 4.5 mm. out of 5. Not quite 5. I, I think the, the, the stuff, they needed to add the stuff at Pearl Harbor, and then the, the time frame could have been, the, the runtime could have been cut down I'm gonna by give it a three. 20, 30 minutes. I'll give it a 3.5. And, and then it would have been perfect. <laughs> you were painful giving it a 3.5. <laughs> Like the fucking face you made. My eye was all of a sudden. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to fucking take a shit, dog. I don't need your judgment, sir. Uh, but yes, if you have watched Oppenheimer, drop a comment below. Let us know what you think about this movie. Is it a top 10 movie of 2023? Uh, does it suck? Does it need to be shorter? Let us know your thoughts down below. And again, uh, we also have in the description below, we have links to our social media account, Patreon, and also to our merch. Would greatly appreciate it if y'all supported us uh, in some form or fashion. But just clicking on this episode, liking it, subscribing, um, is very much appreciated. So thank you so much. Uh, next week, we have not decided what movie we're watching. Um, I don't even know. I told you a long time ago that this was not technically my pick. Yeah, <laughs> That yeah. we just needed to <laughs> review it. Um, I I have a movie. Right. I have a movie that I want to watch and I want to review. I I don't know if it's next right. week, but we're gonna do it in the next two weeks at least. Robo-Cop. And that is Robocop. Right. I want to I want to fucking review that. That I've been waiting. I've been saving <laughs> myself to review this. How generous. So um yeah, we don't know one hundred percent what we're reviewing next week. So I guess um be on standby for that. Um and again, thank you for joining us. And that's gonna be it from us, guys. 
And we will catch you all next week on another episode. Laters.